2: Tangerines are
0: whores. Back again. Pretty. All right, welcome back to another episode of Bruise Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast about adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox, with me today is Big Urn.
1: I am here. Happy to be here. And Chris. Uh, I second that. He is happy. So and far? We're all kind of so bubbly? What?
2: And whatever, how many other dwarfs there are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Angry, grouchy. Yeah. Sloppy. Oh, maybe those are all titles for porns. I don't know. Uh,
1: <laughs> Smurfs. Oh, yeah. Rainy. Thought, when you said Grouchy, I thought you were gonna name the Marks brothers. Ah, gotcha. Uh,
2: well, there's Mark, uh Tim. Steve. Steve Larry, I think. I feel like a Larry Marks probably.
0: What are, you are you sure that wasn't part about? of like Larry Mo and Curly? Marks Brothers. Who's Steve Marks? I
1: don't know. Yeah. Are you thinking of I dick? don't think I've heard that one. I think of I Richard I completely Marx? just
2: started naming <laughs> names cuz It's have...
1: fucking Richard, Carl, uh, are there there are two big ones? Richard. Marx is. Raucho, Harpo,
3: Zeppo, Chico.
1: And you're forgetting the one that was in Vaudeville with them, Gummo.
3: Yes, that's correct. Yes, you're right. And I, I'm a, I'm a
1: I'm a massive Marx brothers
3: fan. So. Oh, wonderful. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I don't think there's anybody I know that's bigger than him.
0: So that voice belongs to Mr. Santa Al. He's with us today. How you doing, Al?
3: Greetings. Thank hey. you for having me. Merry almost Christmas. <laughs> almost.
1: <laughs> yeah. Lately, it feels like it's already here. <laughs> yeah, that fall is creeping in. You uh, been busy?
3: Yeah, so you have only 90 days left before Christmas, and hmm, <laughs> things are starting to get tense. Right.
2: Well, that gives me about 89 days to shop.
3: (laughs) (laughs) Before I start shopping. Before you start. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: okay. Yeah. So, today is September 26th, 2021, and we had to, uh, we're going to air this episode closer to Christmas, but we uh, wanted to make sure we got him on because he's a very, very busy guy. Oh, Uh,
3: mercy. Yes.
0: So, tell us about what your schedule is like being Santa for the season.
3: Oh, goodness. So, As you can imagine, I get to visit with lots and lots of people Mm -hmm. in the thousands and, uh, I'll be, uh, luckily, I'll be at uh, the Pride of Dakota event the weekend before Thanksgiving at the Shields Arena. I'll be with them again uh, in Bismarck at the Civic Arena down there as well. And uh, I have uh, always the Santa Village and Grand Forks that I like to drop in and visit. uh, Mama gets to come with me, and we get to visit as many families as possible, and I'm other than that, I have something almost every day got to do. <laughs> <laughs> busy is good, though. We're busy is very good. And Idle hands, you know. Yeah, you just, I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, you were
0: just telling, you were telling us when you got here that you started uh, reading stuff in August.
3: Yes, I, I go through all of my lists and my books and my manuals early in August to make sure that by the time events like this come up, I'm ready and I'm on it. I'm ready to go. That's awesome.
0: So what kind of time off do you get, if any at all? Is it usually March through August that you get a little uh, relaxation downtime? Or?
3: Well, mother and I like to uh, go someplace tropical around February, March. <laughs> I was I was going to ask that. You do a lot of
1: traveling throughout the year, or yes. at least this part of the season. Yeah, I was wondering your favorite vacation spots, if, you, if oh, you're just gosh. a homebody is more...
3: I well, we have to spend quite a bit of time at home, of course. And mother, she kinda runs the, the whole operation and we all do what she says and we do it now. <laughs> <laughs> She's the project manager. She is the CEO. And, I'm just the figurehead. <laughs> and that's how you stay on the good list. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, any or long night. relationship requires that you do a lot of listening. Yeah. And I do a lot of listening. (laughs)
1: It's two ears, one mouth type of thing.
3: And we've known each other for way too long, more so than most people. And I feel very, very fortunate that she's in my life.
2: She's going to be listening to this episode, isn't she? <laughs> you know, I, I, I hate. Did you to, get in trouble the last I, time? I
3: hate to say no, but she does not get a lot of time to listen to podcasts and radio. She barely even gets to see much TV when she's so busy.
2: I say I listen to him every damn day. Why do I want to? She has her
3: favorite shows, and that's that's about it. <laughs> nice. So
2: you were on episode number fifty. Wow! So that's been a while. We're Ed- almost at probably well probably over one fifty by the time this gets.
0: Yeah, currently around 148, we uh, released 148. We're going to be releasing 40, 149 in two days.
3: So it's been I was feeling old before. <laughs>
0: <laughs> we had some questions for uh, Mr. Santa today, well, didn't you? Well, like
2: I said, I, like I just mentioned, episode number 50, uh, when Santa Al was first with us, uh, we talked about how we met.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, summer, uh, it wasn't. it was probably kind of tropical here. It gets kind of... Yep. Hot and humid
1: in here. Well, it's a boiling eighty one degrees outside right now. Yeah. <laughs>
3: it's wonderful. Yeah.
2: Um yeah, at Wild Terra. And uh, you know, we talked about uh, the deer, the reindeer. Um Nathan yeah, Spice shouldn't feed him carrots. And the carrots.
3: Please and, don't. Yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, we talked about the suits, the different kinds of Santa suits and yep. how expensive they can be.
3: Oh, yes, things, quite an investment. Uh, any, you can go anything from, you go to your local to department stores for about $50 all the way up to about $5,000 for the custom-made, and real elaborate suits with lots of decoration on them. Yeah, and, and that
2: doesn't even include like the belt buckle or boots or Correct. stuff like that too, yeah. so… Or the belt, I mean, not just the belt buckle, but the belt.
3: Uh, I had to break down and buy a new pair of boots last year, and uh, I hadn't bought a pair of boots in many, many, many years. And I don't want to say sticker shock, because they are a really well-made pair of boots. (laughs) But, yeah. So you
2: probably just don't go down to the shoe carnival down here and just get yourself a pair of uh, (laughs) No,
3: can you imagine trying to get something done when people recognize you? (laughs) (laughs) Talk about, I don't think there's anybody
0: more famous than Santa.
3: There is actually, is there? There is one entity in the world that has more pictures taken of them than myself.
2: And who's that? Wiley Coyote <laughs> <laughs> and the Roadrunner.
3: <laughs> no, a... Mickey Mouse. Oh, oh, buckets. oh, no kidding. I didn't even think about that one. Yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. seriously, he has more fans and he has more pictures taken than anybody else in the world.
1: That's weird because Mickey does almost nothing for me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Except, unless you watch the South Park episodes, <laughs> those are awesome.
1: Well,
2: uh, I know that this is getting off topic, but uh, along the lines of Mickey Mouse, wasn't he originally, like way back when it first started, almost like kind of a risque cartoon? Or am I he was kind I'm, of a
1: jerk?
3: Not that well, I remember he, Okay. I'm he, thinking it was of somebody he else then. Doesn't look anything like he looks like
1: now. Yeah, when he was on that train, whatever movie that was. <laughs> and there, there's Steam, a little bit of Steam trivia engine.
3: there. His original name, his original name was not Mickey. What when, was it? See, Walt Walt originally came up with this mouse for mu- short musicals and a theater owner, he owned several theaters out in New York. He actually, my understanding is, stole the rights to that character. Hmm. So on the train back to California, rather than be defeated, he started drawing and coming up with ideas Walt did for a new character. And he drew this mouse and uh, he says, I'm—, I'm he goes to his wife Lillian and he says, I'm thinking I'm gonna call him Mortimer. Hmm. Mortimer, mouse. Mortimer yeah, mouse. And Lillian says, No, eck no, you don't <laughs> oh absolutely not. He looks more like a Mickey. And it's stuck. <laughs> like a Mickey Mantle. <laughs> and he's <is> so
2: fine. <laughs> Blows
3: my mind.
0: Hey Mickey. <laughs> <That's>
3: <laughs> unreal. You guys are on fire today. Hades, <laughs> a, here we go.
2: So I'm um, going back to uh, Santa. Yes. Um. You know. So we talk about things, but I. I don't remember talking about like your childhood growing up. Oh. Uh. You know your parents were your, your parents the ones that taught you to be such a, a giving person, or is it because of them that you know you're a giving person? Is
1: I was always also wondering is Santa a name or a title like like it is with reindeer? Hmm.
3: Well, Santa is actually a. This is going to go back in historically quite a ways. Originally, we're talking about St. Nicholas or Nicholas at that time who was born and raised in Southeast Turkey. Mm -hmm. Part of the Ottoman Empire. At a very young age, his parents passed away. They presume from the Black Plague. Okay. He then went to live with monks in a monastery. Now, in those days, every village... Built near a monastery because it was like a fortress that had large walls. You could be protected from raiders and so on and so forth from sandstorm, whatever. And being raised in that atmosphere, Nicholas come to learn that people needed certain things besides food. Um, and the original story of Nicholas and giving, and the reason why he was able to give is when his parents passed away, they were. Vendors and they had, they were in those days fairly wealthy. So all this money went to him that he had, and he had no way to spend it. His, the first, what is called uh, his first giving action is there was a man in the village who had three daughters, all coming close to the age of marriage. He, however, was, uh, had lost a business and he was very poor. Well, in those days, you had to have a dowry in order to marry. Um, You know, a woman needed a dowry to marry somebody. Well, it was looking very much like maybe these three girls were going to be sold into slavery uh, because they didn't have a dowry to get married. So uh, Nicholas, one night, walked into the village and very casually threw three small bags of gold coins in the window or the, the type of coin that was used at that time. The next day, the father came out proclaiming that a miracle had happened, and Nicholas kept anonymous during the whole situation. And there have been other similar situations, but that is the first that we're aware of that shows his giving heart. And he's continued through the ages now. And it was when, also
2: the first silent Santa gift. <laughs> <laughs> didn't know. Didn't know who. Who gave it to you? Yeah. Just,
3: Secret Santa just Secret, Secret Santa, Santa, thank you. Well that's you know, that's the whole thing that we propose. The idea of Christmas is the idea of giving without payment. You know, right. Giving to it's somebody or of your giving Not a gift or, or of yourself back. to someone without expecting payback.
0: That's cool. I and mean, that's part now, of the giving Christmas
3: spirit, right? Right. Now Santa Claus, the name came actually from uh, Western Europe, uh, Denmark and the Holland and that area. When they came to America, and the Germans as well, they came to America, they created the, the new Americas, all the new colonies. And uh, the the Danes had a name. They called them Sinterklaas. That was their pronunciation. And, and the Germans had a very similar pronunciation, Sinterklaus, and which is the S- gift giver. Okay. Hmm. So through the ages, that uh, pronunciation changed over the years from Sinterklaas to Santa Claus. And the first recorded Santa Claus visit to a, a store happened out in New England in, I, I want to say it was eighteen. Eighty-six. I could be wrong on that. but it, uh, Can that you confirm
1: that, Ernie? I think you were there. Yeah, I, I have notes. <laughs>
2: I have notes here in my binder from
3: yep, back there, and, and the rest is history, as they say. Well, that's a cool, little uh, little history. Uh, of, I have uh, a, stuff.
1: I have a question. Um, oh no! What's your relationship with Krampus? Ah, Krampus.
0: Well, <laughs> we briefly touched on in the last episode. Did you but, um, a little bit? Did we go like, a little too deep on that?
3: It, no, almost every country. Has a gift giver of some kind, not necessarily Santa Claus, and they have stories about good and bad. Uh, for example, in in in, uh, in Eastern or Western Europe, they have the uh, notion of S- Sinterklaas and Black Pete. Now, Sinterklaas would uh, bring you gifts and leave them in the shoes that would be left out on the doorstep. Yes, uh, stocking stuffers. Not, if you're not a good ch- child, uh, Black Pete would come along and take those presents from you, in full view of everybody, and <sighs> you would be embarrassed by you know the the nastiness of it. Krampus, on the other hand, is a little bit more severe. Yeah, he- stories like through Yugoslavia and Czechoslovakia, for example, claim that uh, Krampus would steal children. Who were not being nice or good?
0: Hmm. Yeah, definitely makes you want to not benefits? be stolen.
1: <laughs> <laughs> you better do those dishes, goddamn it! Or I'm reporting you to Krampus. I kind of looked at it as you know the the dark and the light force, like a Jedi. Hmm. Yeah. Star Wars. Oh, good reference. Makes sense.
3: Like, Say, I know if you hadn't, you hadn't said Star Wars, I wouldn't have caught that. <clears throat>
1: <laughs> <laughs> Live along and prosper. So I work in the automotive industry and I, uh I did have one other question or two more really, but uh, do you always travel by reindeer or no. do you uh, drive a Honda? <laughs>
3: <laughs> no, I don't drive a Honda. It depends on Shameless where plug. and when though. <laughs> now the reindeer, because of their size and the, their fur and that, they, they can only travel in zones where it's reasonably cool. Otherwise they, you know, because they're not very tall. They're only about this tall, about four or five feet. Mm-hmm. And as powerful as some of them are in this temperature, for example, they would overheat and we would lose them. When I visit cities like this on days like this, um, I have a service that provides me with a vehicle to get around and the North pole car service. Um, when I have to travel long distances because of my history of visiting the troops overseas, I have arrangements with the, the United States air force. They, uh, get me where I need to go. And I visit the troops when the time comes. Well, that's a hell of nice. a gig.
4: Yeah.
1: Awesome. Thank you. And then, yeah, one more question. And this one is from my girlfriend, Keely, uh, cranberry ginger ale thoughts. I love cranberry <laughs> and ginger ale is not too bad. She was wondering if you thought it should be a year round thing or just seasonal.
3: No, oh, that's each to their own. <laughs> I change frequently. So I'm the wrong person to ask. I think
0: it's like a, like it's like it's like porters and stouts are really good during the winter months, but you want to drink sours and IPAs and and stuff in the summers. So I think it could be a seasonal thing as well. Mm-hmm. Speaking so, of seasonal and so, drinking, oh, let's get. I on. just wanted to
2: touch base when you said uh, the question was from Keeley. I, I was, I was what, she was going to ask him if she could uh, record Santa
1: when he's sleeping. that's a TikTok thing yeah she i snore and talk in my sleep so often when i'm sleeping she'll record me with a filter on it um just to catch my ramblings sleep chat yeah
3: i I would imagine he doesn't have a second life from her if he did it wouldn't it would be known real soon
1: (laughs) (laughs) oh yeah, yeah yeah there's no uh N- Not that I'm hiding. <laughs> I don't think you could for long.
3: <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: And with that, uh, let's get on to our first beverage. Uh, Santa, you mentioned that you really like Hefe Weiss.
3: I do. I think they, the Germans make a great beer. So let's do... Um, of course, so do the Irish. Today, yeah. Today, we're going to do
0: three of them. We're going to do two of them first, and we'll take a break. Um, uh, this is, I've had this before. This is quite good. Looking forward to this. So, this, this first one is uh, Franzis Connor, Hefe Weiss beer, Naturtrube, because it's the uh, organic one, is natural and elegant wheat beer protagonist from Bavaria with a lush white foam. The copper golden wheat beer with yeast cloudy opalescence unfolds an aromatic scent with harmonious fruit in which bananas and citrus fruits greet you. And that's going to be con with Hefe vices because they use that awesome fucking Belgian yeast that I like so much. Uh, due to the higher carbon dioxide content, it is particularly tangly tangy tangly, <laughs> tangly and sparkling. <laughs> Francis uh, Connor Hefe Weiss Beer Troube unfolds this unmistakable, particular, fresh, subtle, spicy and fruity taste with a mildly sweet finish mm-hmm. when swallowed with pleasure.
3: How oh, <laughs> <right? Yeah. laughs> you first swallow first is, with pleasure. We
1: don't need to touch base on that one, do we? I think we get the joke
3: there. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. conversation. Sorry, you don't have to repeat yourself. <laughs> oh, but he probably will.
2: <laughs> yeah, I get that uh funky Belgian yeast aroma and maybe some banana there.
1: Like banana and yeah. almost like a coriander some sort of spice. Um clove? Clove perhaps. I could I could uh I'll believe you if you say clove. I don't know.
2: But it's not uh you got to kind of search for it. You got to sniff it out. Sniff it out. No.
1: It just smells good. Yeah. That's that's Definitely a, cloudy. That's my big note. Um I guess when I when I poured,
2: I guess I didn't notice the white foamy head or not, but
1: um yeah, it, 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 it had was there. It, it had a little bit of head. Uh it dissipates quick, but and I well, did I did roll these.
0: Well, the first thing you notice is a really dehydrated pea color.
3: Guten Tag my hair. Guten Tag. Uh, what about my hair?
0: <laughs> so he said goodbye to your hair. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
2: I said, I said that many years ago.
0: <laughs> and yeah, you do definitely get uh, that um, kind of clovey, peppery, banana-ish flavor on the um, nose. Carbonation is on point. It's really really sharp, even though you don't really see very many bubbles. But it was poured from a bottle, a brown bottle, light brown bottle.
3: Keep the sun from getting to it. That's Ooh. right. Because it can- cans,
0: cans do a better job at that.
3: Yeah. What about it's green a bottles? Flavor probably...
1: I agree. I I like stuff right from the tap. That's my favorite way to drink, but Yep.
2: I like mine in the glass though.
3: I always found it really difficult difficult to lay underneath those though. <laughs> really? <laughs>
1: That's why you get a different tap with the hose. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, oh that's what I've been doing—be like getting oh, waterboarded way. with beer. Oh, dude, if I'm gonna be waterboarded, that's the way I want to do it. I was always beer. jealous of the
3: elves for that. They just—they <laughs> could just stand get right under any spigot, yeah. no problem. <laughs> Are they big drinkers? Uh, you know, after the holidays, we don't see much of each other until our first meeting in March, but. Uh, And of course, during the season, which is starting in August, they work really, really hard. I'm really proud of the work that they've done. And we've shared some of our ideas with some of the major manufacturers, and they in turn (laughs) have supplied us with product when things get short. So,
1: do they have a side hustle as well, or is it just? uh, I'm not sure any of them have time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was I was going to say in the off season, or Uh, is it all year round that they're
3: uh, well? You know, if we're not manufacturing. We're tending to the buildings, the grounds, and the reindeer. Oh, I suppose. So there's something to do all the time. Yeah. I well, never they, seem to they run need out. to
2: probably eat and drink every day. <laughs> reindeer, Gosh, I hope so. so. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So
0: hefe vices are are particularly four point five to six percent uh, ABVs, pale golden, the gold and cloudy, and wine stefaner hefe vice beer, and pauliner hefe vice beer, and spot and francis Connor hefe vice beer. I believe we have two of those today. Uh are the best commercial examples. So yeah, I really like this one. Um the banana clove, I get a little bit of bubblegum. Um those those yeasty kind of Belgian flavors I'm not getting too much of on the flavor.
1: I'd like a little more <clears throat> my opinion. I like a little more orange that comes through, a little more of that coriander to yep. come through in these types of uh beers, but <clears throat> it's still Delicious.
0: Yeah, the, the malt bill on this is really good.
1: Just, I agree. Yeah. Yep.
0: But just, I just, um, I kind of want more of that yeasty flavor. So yeah, if we're going to go yeast. on
1: more, just kind of, if, if we're, we're going to do a more. scale of zero to six with uh, six being the highest on quarter increments, what would you give it, Knox?
0: Uh, I would give this one probably, I would say a 4.75.
1: Man, I nailed that. <laughs> you sure did. <laughs> I
2: agree with Knox. 4.75.
1: I'll, I'll I'll make that three of us four point seven five.
0: How about you, Santa?
1: I'll give that
0: a
3: strong five. Okay, I I really am fond of wheat beers. Me too. We did almost anything. We did bourbons. We did beers. Although for many years, always all I was able to get was was rice beer. And I think that's probably what changed my mind is having to have rice beer for so many years because we were closer to Japan and and Thailand than we were closer to the United States at the time. <laughs> so, Beautiful. Right, best way to get supplies. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> so look at the, what's the average bigger? The
2: average for <clears throat> fr- fr- how do you pronounce it, Frans- Francis Francis Connor? Nier? Yeah, is four point eight one two five. Nice. So start.
0: All right. So this next one is uh, the Polliner's Hefeweizen Hefe Munich Wheat Beer. It's the number one wheat beer in Germany and one of the world's favorites. In fact, For reason. In fact, beer experts call it a masterpiece. In developing this beer, the Polliner Brewmasters have perfected a unique technique with yeast suspension, resulting in a uniform, slightly cloudy appearance, consistent quality, and perfect taste. So this has got uh, malted wheat, malted barley, yeast hops with Hercules hops. Ooh. And they use uh, wheat malt, dark wheat malt, Pilsner malt, Munich malt. Yeah. Nutrition facts, too.
3: It even looks pretty. Yeah.
0: It's 5.5% ABV.
3: Now These are really interesting receptacles that you have here. Did you get these someplace particular? Yes. Um, so these are
0: four-ounce uh, shot glasses. And some of these with that uh, teardrop hop design are from Prairie Brothers Brewing Company.
3: Ah, okay. Very nice.
1: And the ones without logos are from Prairie Home Brewing Companion. Yep. Is that correct? So instantly that head on this one is awesome. Yeah, the head on this one is much, much like it stays with you for days.
2: I may have rolled it a little bit too much. So when I poured mine out, that's all I got was head and it's just not going away. (laughs) <laughs> it's taken a while. It's thick.
1: Oh Thank God! Yeah. Say that one more time head for me. Retention. Thank you.
2: <laughs> Just like
1: you had that ready.
0: And the color is actually the same. It's a really good color.
1: Very, very, very close. Yeah.
0: I think the head on this one, the more head, it gives it more aromatics. So I can really get more on the nose in on this one. I'm getting that coriander first. That first hit is coriander. That wheat, that sweet wheat smell on this one.
3: I don't get much else though. Yeah, I would love to talk to the brewmaster at that plant.
0: If I swirl it around a little bit, I do get tiny bits of clove and bubblegum on the nose. But okay, and the flavor? Instantly, I noticed the mouthfeel on this is super smooth and creamy.
1: You think it's creamier than the other one?
0: Yes. Really? I think the other one was a little bit hey, smoother. slightly thinner.
1: I think this one, to me, uh, there's less mouthfeel. It, really? It seems thinner to me.
0: I do get more of that... Clove, uh, um, and zest on this one on the on the, on the taste, which is great. Malt bill is nice and light and pleasant.
2: I had to, I had to get a different glass that it's just I can't get past this head.
0: <laughs>
2: That's a problem. It's a good problem, but it's a problem nonetheless. Don gave me a lot of hits. I do so give Don gave head. a lot of hits. I love that. it. So I had to swallow it.
1: <laughs> so uh yeah i think so uh, this one's a little higher kind of a in alcohol up.
0: yeah 0.5 percent higher than the yep. last one
1: but it, but that uh that's a dangerous thing because i think this one's uh much more Drinkable. crushable yeah. like uh this is a <clears throat> real easy to throw back um because again, I think it does taste thinner. I don't think it makes me feel as full, um, and that's the thing about beer that keeps me from getting way drunk. Is that getting I, full. that I feel full? It's like I can't even drink another one of these. I'm, full, I'm like stuffed. Yeah, I, but I this is know what you're talking about. This is super easy. I agree.
0: Okay. Well, who wants to uh, give give the numbers? Wants to start out start out? How about you, Santa? You want to start this one out zero sure. to six?
3: I'll go. F- Five point five on this one. Oof! Yeah. Excellent. Uh, I'm
0: gonna, yeah, I'm gonna give this one a five point two five.
1: Five point five for me. I like it just slightly better, so I'll give it a five.
3: Now, do you uh, also? I, I know you cover IPAs as well. Mm-hmm. Do you also cover the dark beers? I oh, of course. Oh yeah. Good. Good.
0: Predominantly so because that's my favorite style. Ah. To the point where he doesn't like stouts anymore.
1: Well, oh. it's just we we have had so many episodes of uh, just marathon episodes with drinking pastry stouts, and then it gets to the point where it's like, Well, I'm just nothing but thick. I
0: just,
1: <laughs> <laughs> AF.
0: Yeah, the thing is, I got like another 20, 30 stouts to go through in that cooler over there at some point. I got to stop buying them. You I got, keep got, offering
3: you got to some, get traded, though.
2: You got some time on your hands, Santa? In my, in my
3: opinion, during the summer, when I'm able to grill out, uh, I've got a nice big Weber, 26-inch, and there is nothing to me that tastes better than a good cherry wood smoked salmon steak and a good stout. They go together so well. I'll, I'll buy that for a dollar. stout with salmon, huh? yeah. Well, and then some prefer a really nice dark red steak as well. Right. Really rare. Yeah. And and I like that too.
1: For me, yeah. Um I'm red meat, dark beer, light meat, light beer, Mm -hmm. kinda mixer myself.
0: I'll go with those lines. I follow those things.
1: But but both of the things that you said I I absolutely enjoy. Mm -hmm. Just not typically together. Not typically. But I'll do, I'll do anything at least once. <laughs> at least. Sometimes three or four times before you <laughs> learn your lesson. Just well,
3: just make sure I wasn't wrong. That's oh, right. right. You got it. It's,
0: it's My like mother talked me into slowing point. down
3: a little bit this year, so I started playing with the grill a little bit more than usual. So I got out there and did some, besides grilling, I did some really good smoking. We've had some beef as well as pork ribs. We've had a, a couple of briskets, which she just loves. And I managed not to mess them up. (laughs) I guess I'm doing okay.
0: Better than me. I'd probably fuck them up anyway.
3: (laughs) I
1: haven't, yeah, I've yet to do a, do a brisket, but I bought one of them easy to do smokers, a pellet Uh grill, which I absolutely love. It's, I like easy things because it gives you more time for that stout, right?
3: (laughs) I I found out a couple of different ways of using my charcoal Weber differently than what I'm used to. You know, normally you light the charcoal, put it in there and pile it up and fire, 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 But, <laughs> but uh, and, and you can do a search and find this. I, I used for the brisket and the ribs particularly, I use what they call the snake method with the briquettes. Okay. You literally line the base of the grill with, uh, two rows and one layer or two layers of briquettes all the way down, and then you just light about a half a dozen of them on the one side. And what happens is they slowly work their way all the way around, and you put some wood chips on top of there, what are your favorite, whether it be hickory or apple or whatever. And literally, I have put a brisket on there for eight, nine hours and not had to replenish the grill with hmm. any briquettes. The temperature stays at a Constant 200, 225 the entire time. Really, it wow, works we, beautifully. I've never heard of that before. That's yeah, it, like I say, if you look it up, there's all kinds of methods in that, and that. I like that, and I like to do indirect. And if I'm doing something quick like burgers or steaks, well, not so much steaks, but with burgers, I'll do uh, I'll do a direct. Just put them in there, light them up, and then go yeah. for it. But yeah, if you want to, if you want a low slow cook. That snake method is the best that I've found so far. And I'm not an expert. Don't get me wrong.
1: I just got a lot of wood.
3: <laughs> nice. So uh, I'm getting hungry.
1: Yeah.
2: Good thing we I have know. some snacks here today. For yes. we uh, got some- Not um,
1: one of these damn things is brisket, though.
2: <laughs> no, it's not. we got some peanut butter cookies, some uh, chocolate chip peanut butter cookies, because Santa Ann likes peanut butter cookies.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Some dots pretzels, some banana bread, and some brownies.
1: Yeah,
2: Ann made some banana bread yesterday, so brought some of that. And then Santa actually brought some- Chocolate brownies.
1: So do you eat all the cookies that people put out for you? Do you, uh, like, carry uh, some
3: containers with you and uh, bring them home? I'm going to plead the fifth on that one. <laughs> for further reprisals from certain children who require me to eat their cookies at each stop. <laughs> Sounds good.
0: What was the average for that one beer there? Uh, the,
2: the average for the planner, Poliner. Uh, Poliner, sir <laughs> is 5.3125. You got, a wow. month, you got a monthly planner in there? Polliner.
0: This <laughs> it needs need some more vanilla Definitely beans. a good Yep. <laughs> <bit. laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. We're going to take a quick ad break, and we'll be right back after this.
1: Right back. That's all, folks. Brews, booze, and reviews would like to thank our sponsors at Bridgeview Liquors head on out to Bridgeview Liquors. They just started doing their events again. Their their cocktail classes, their whiskey education stuff every Saturday. I'm excited to hit up some of those events. Maybe learn something about what I'm talking about. They also have one of the best beer selections in town. Check out their Facebook page every Friday for the new inventory. Also they have an ever-expanding whiskey selection, which I'm very excited about. I've seen some new things coming through there uh, that I haven't seen previously. So kudos Bridgeview Liquors. Also, this just in, if you mention bruise, booze, and reviews, you get 10% off your purchase. Not just something that we've highlighted, not just on one of your items. It's your entire purchase, 10% off. Just mention the podcast at the time of checkout. So anyway, thanks again, Bridgeview Liquors. Check them out, bridgeviewlickers.com, or head to their Facebook page at Bridgeview Liquors.
0: Brews, Booze, and Reviews is sponsored in part by FargoUnderground.com, your one-stop online experience dedicated solely for those who work, live, and play in the beautiful and historic district of the twin cities of Fargo, Dakota and Moorhead, Minnesota. One of those ways that FargoUnderground.com is great is their food truck locator. Located when you hover over the food tab, you can click on that tab and it will bring you to a screen that has the full schedule of participating food truck vendors in the FM area all time is subject to change. When you click on the full schedule tab, you can search by date and location on where you can find the food truck in that area. It also features food trucks that are on location the day you are currently checking by default. So stop by fargounderground.com and check out their food truck locator today for all your favorite fast food grub. Once again, that's fargounderground.com. All right, welcome back from our right ad- there again. Yep. Sorry. <laughs> welcome back from our ad break, and we're here again with Santa. Santa Al, how are you doing there, sir?
3: Greetings, greetings. Mm-hmm. You a football fan? I never have time. <laughs> I follow the scores as much as possible, but no, I never have time to watch.
0: Uh, do you have any more questions for Santa there? Oh, Bigger.
2: brothers and sisters. Yes. I, I guess I never really heard about Santa having brothers or sisters, what they do. They- I have
3: two brothers. Okay. Uh, I have an older brother, a younger one. I'm a middle child. That's why I get all the attention. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> makes sense. <laughs> no, the older brother, he's kind of uh, the straw boss of the uh, the factory. He makes sure we get all our supplies in and everything. You know, input, output, the whole works. And he takes his or- marching orders from Mrs. as well. And then I have a younger brother... Well, what's the best way to describe him? He has a great relationship with the reindeer. He takes care of them so that they take care of me. Oh, okay. That makes perfect
0: sense.
2: It does. Well, I suppose your older brother, who's kind of in charge of the supply chain, he's probably as busy as heck as he having any experiences uh, finding difficulty getting supplies always with especially what's going on now.
3: Well, you know we always have people that help us really well oh. all over the world, and uh, we've always worked really well with manufacturers. You know, we you talk about Mattel and so forth and that. Um, and it's kind of a give and take. When we run into situations where we're running low on supplies, we call on them to manufacture extras for us. Um, in return, uh, our Blue Sky Department, as we like to call it, supplies them with newer technologies and ideas.
0: Hmm. I, so that's where Steve Jobs got all of his fucking ideas from.
1: <laughs> this guy over here. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Jeez. I hope you got a That's percentage. a good, that seems like a, a really good relationship to have. Yeah. So so that's,
3: it's worked for centuries that way with. I was going to say at least around. a few years. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm
1: bad with numbers though. So I mean, <laughs> nice. apparently so am I.
0: I know, well, I know earlier you were talking about um, uh, after your parents died of the Black Plague being uh, raised by monks from there. But this next beer, this last beer of the day, was also has something to do with monks, right? Oh, look at that. I like was hoping way. you weren't
3: saying Black Plague. <laughs> nope, <know>, no, yeah.
0: <laughs> So Holgard monks were the first to make wheat beer palatable. Before they experimented with orange peel and coriander, wheat beers were probab- or prohibitively sour. Holgard is one of the... F- Brewing centers of the 18th century, with no less than 12 operational breweries in 1709. The ensuing centuries were not kind to brewers in Holgarden, and by 1957, the last brewery in town had closed its doors. 1965, however, a milkman in town, Pierre Chellis, decided with some other villagers to take action and preserve the original rep- recipe. Brewing initially out of his milk shed, the operation quickly expanded into the vault. A nod to the monastic part of Whole Garden Brewing. By 1985, the new Whole Garden Brewery was producing... So,
1: that's pronounced past, but you're doing great.
0: (laughs) A nod to the monastic past. Oh, I say it fucked up? Sorry. It's a part... Clark. okay. R's and S's do look very similar, though. <clears throat> a nod to the monastic past of whole garden brewing.
2: You know what? No wonder he wasn't here the last time you were on Santa, <laughs> Al, because he was on the naughty list, wasn't he? And <laughs> so, yeah. you're going to be on it next year, too. I,
3: I'm sure he found out Christmas Day which list he was on. <laughs> <laughs> so by
0: 1985, the new whole garden brewery was producing over 62,000 barrels of beer a year, utilizing modern techniques and recipes hundreds of years in the making. Today, nine out of every ten wheat beers sold in Belgium are from Hoegaarden, and Hoegaarden has been continuing to introduce the world to the wonders of wheat beer. And this, think this is in fact my f- favorite, favorite wheat beer. It's a wit beer. And it's four point nine percent ABV, and it's available all year round. So this has always been my so staple.
1: This has a much maltier. Uh, aroma to it. it. Yep, a um, lot, lot it, more clove to it. It too. doesn't give you as much of the orange or, and, and stuff as the other ones did. Mm-hmm. Um, those other ones just seem lighter. This one has that nice uh, strong malt, and then you get those other um, aromas. I agree with you, Chris, on that that maltiness. Um, but I do get a
2: little bit of citrus somewhere in there, right? I don't know, but I can't com- quite pinpoint if it it's orange in- or maybe a little. Lemon zest kind of stuff. It comes in afterwards, though. Right, yeah. And, uh, where the other ones
1: were, like, dominant Yep. Um, on the nose. Mm. I don't get, like, the bubblegum, though, off this.
0: I get, I get a little bit of that clove. But on the flavor. So this is a li- little bit lighter of a color than the other two were. Yeah, much more straw yep. in color.
1: But now flavor-wise, lots
0: of clove, lots of that spiciness. It's
1: that a little bit of that bubble gumminess with, yeah, yep. orange and coriander and clove. And and this is silky smooth mm-hmm. uh, in the mouth. It's also a lighter beer. Um, but it, it it has a creamier mouthfeel, but it still feels light and effervescent, which, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. this is the shit I'm talking about. It's all that. Yep. <laughs> it is all that.
0: This is by far my favorite wheat beer. I wouldn't say by far. There are some that come pretty close. It's my
1: favorite of the day. Mm. I'll say that. Uh, there's some other wheat beers out there that I, you know, with some flavored adjuncts that I really, really enjoy. Gotcha. Uh,
0: sorry, I burped.
2: <sighs> Rate it. How was it? How's the burp on this?
0: Um, I would say a good four out of five. Huh? But the beer, though, six out of six for me. Six. Mm. So, uh. as far as the wheat beers goes, this to me is like one of the tops.
2: Yeah, I'm uh, trying to. Th- I was gonna give it a five seven five, but I'm trying to think of well, what would what do I want more of?
0: Just a straight wheat beer. I think this would this is it. That's my opinion.
1: Five seven five. Okay. Chris? Uh, yeah, uh, th- this is super delicious. I feel like I could drink this all day. Uh, my liver would probably argue with me, mm-hmm. tell me differently. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's tasty. Tasty. So I'm going to have to give it a five and a half. Five, seven, five. Lied to you, Ernie. <laughs> okay.
0: How about you, Santa? What do you got?
3: Well, not to disagree with you, fellas. It is really good. I'll give it a solid five, but I really like the or better. Okay. Fair enough. To each their own. Exactly.
2: All right. So their average, the average uh, for the whole garden is five point six two five. Wow. Out of six, which That's is
0: good really enough high. for
2: uh, number one of the beers.
0: Yeah.
1: I would say cheers. So, know, that. It's, it's, yeah. So what the wor- I really, the like- worst one was four point eight. What I really mm-hmm. like about them, though, is they're all very, very easy to drink. Mm-hmm. Um, there's no real, like, uh, abrasive flavors to them. I think anybody can kind of pick up a, one of these heavy bisons and probably at least enjoy it a little bit, where some some things are just so, you know... Decisive
0: and... Yeah. Divisive, yeah. Divisive, yeah, divisive. You're just
1: to say it however you want, <laughs> just as long as it's a word. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm trying to make sense. It's hey, not Chris, working very well. <laughs> what, whatever but, you say, Chris, will make fun of it but, but, I mean, well, yeah, that's kind yeah, of so my the, role the, here. Everybody has their job. <laughs> so yeah that's why that's why i like wheat beers is you can pretty much pick up any of them most of them are going to be pretty uh easy to easy drinking great for summer great for grilling mm-hmm. yeah
0: all right well that takes us into uh the christmas beverage section of the, of the show
2: <coughs> yeah so i was trying to figure out what we're gonna have uh, and share with santa al here today and I was just kind of Googling some stuff, and a couple recipes caught my eye. Uh, So I believe the first one we're going to have is called the Holly Jolly Christmas Punch.
0: And uh, pineapple juice, cranberry juice, squirt, tequila, and cranberries and limes to garnish. Sorry, I don't have any limes. You got this from inspiredbycharm.com. Correct.
2: All right. And the tequila we used is the 1800 silver.
0: So you're not supposed to even taste the tequila on this one, but well, I mean, very much cranberries, very much holiday. You just add the cranberry juice, to pineapple juice, the tequila, and squirt, stir to combine, and that adds some ice cubes to the glass. Garnish with yeah. cranberries and God lime slices.
2: Yeah, there's some ice cubes, guys. If you want to, I just didn't want to put them in to have them melt mm-hmm. and water it down. So, but if you want to put some in,
0: we did put some very cool looking like uh, cranberries in this beverage. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I. Yeah, I like a good punch that Sprite uh, ever. Efferves- no, I'm tired. Don't hit me. <laughs> oh, I thought that was
2: my opening. You know, we all have our roles. You know. No, I, you I, said it yourself.
1: I enjoy this. I like the effervescence of Sprite and a punch. So, yeah, if you're going to hit me, hit me with a can of Sprite. And it's-
2: squirt. Whatever. Whatever.
1: Did you use Squirt instead of Sprite? Squirt. Yep. Oh,
3: yuck. No. That's what it said. It's nice to see you all get along so well. <laughs> yeah, right. It's definitely what I want to see this time of year.
1: It's like a family.
3: You know, there's some...
1: <laughs> the, 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 I'm quickly moving to a different list, aren't I?
3: <laughs> time ta- will tell.
1: Be- you were talking about the Crumpus, now, weren't you? Yeah, I guess. I Or uh, meet- Black Pete. I got a meeting with him on Monday, it seems. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think you're a little bit large for Black Pete's bag. <laughs> <laughs> he's calling me fat. <laughs> well, he's used to carting off children of the ages of four to ten. So, right, uh, you may act that way, but you don't look anywhere near the size. Uh, yeah, I am a I am a giant child. I've been told that a lot often, and probably earlier today. Is that usually when they say, "Oh, grow up"?
2: <laughs> often, <laughs> yeah. I just grew out.
3: Mm. Yes, the feelings mutual.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Well, you have a job to do. This is a hell of a drink, though. It's very nice. I I just kind of smell that squirt. I thought maybe I would smell the cranberry a little bit more. Well, there's a little bit of
1: that cranberry, but I thought anytime you're making tequila drinks, tequila is very pungent, um, which isn't a bad thing. But I typically tend to smell tequila if it's in a drink, but I don't smell it at all in here. There's very. There's very light uh, tequila taste as well.
3: Doesn't it have something to do with the quality of the tequila as well, the the aroma? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the lower quality
0: you get, the less it's going to be, you know, less quality it's going to be made, the less distilling processes they're going to use. So, yeah, I mean, you are right on that. I I mean, you can get some tequilas that are just way too uh, agave forward. Mm -hmm.
1: um, And...
0: Just don't get the distilling process I, down correctly.
1: Maybe? So I mean, I've had tons of different tequilas from shit to great, and uh, there's still that distinct, you know, agave aromas to it, um, which I can, which you kind of pick out. But I, I don't get that much in this at all. Yeah, well, tequila. Um, the flavor. And squirt, I do, the grapefruit I
0: do, soda really
1: mix well together. I do get the, a little bit of it on the flavor, but boy, it's nice and light and balanced, and this is refreshing. It's
3: very nice. I it's like it. sweet tart and in the nose. Mrs. It's, would really like this. I believe she. She's uh, very much uh, a fan of the uh, the ciders and that and mm. the the uh, fruit beers. Okay. So she oh. would really like this. Oh, that's tasty. I'll have to uh, recommend them to her once. Yeah, that taste you get, just, just a little hint.
1: There, the yeah, I got I, yep. It's very. But
0: that cranberry pineapple really just envelops it.
1: I, I'm pretty sure if you gave this to somebody and had them try it, they'd be like, wow, that's delicious. And then if they thought about it, they'd be like, is that tequila? <laughs> <laughs> like, it's just. <laughs> like but you it's you kind of like and you maybe taste the tequila like at the tail end or something. It comes back like after a second. It's like, oh, it, there is tequila in here. I drank some great tequila last mm-hmm. night as well. Casa Noble. Ah. Anejo. That's I was sipping. I was. I was sipping on.
0: We got some of that left What'd down. What you here call in the Santa?
1: Studio. It's not the añejo down there.
0: It, <laughs> it Says right on it. it?
1: Oh. They have a new bar in añejo. Do they?
0: Mm-hmm. Okay. So, what was the recipe for this one? How much did you use I of what? I don't even
2: remember. He eyeballed it. I did, but I eyeballed it with a measuring cup. <laughs> so, so I put in uh, uh, four ounces of the uh, silver. Uh, the 1800 and then a full cup of the cran and pineapple juice. And then I shook that, strained it out. And then I added the squirt. Um, on top. On top.
1: Filled the glass. Excellent. And, and then dropped four cranberries in this bad And then boy. I dropped
2: four cranberries to garnish. And I didn't get the lime, I guess.
3: Luckily, no oh, well, luckily this time of year, the cranberries are in in season. Are
1: there seeds in cranberries? I don't. Oh, yeah. I've never eaten an actual cranberry, so I'm excited to uh, get to that part.
3: There, um, the state of Wisconsin has several farms where they have bog festivals, nothing but cranberries
1: bog festivals. Yep. Where? Have well, awesome? you
3: ever seen cranberries grown? Well, yeah.
1: It's, like, uh, they it's just like a rice paddy. They just
3: randomly show up in a river, it looks like. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like a rice paddy. They have the field set up with borders, built up borders, and it's filled with water, and then that's where they put the cranberry plants, Is so that's where they do best. That's I crazy. remember seeing a couple ocean spray cranberry. Yeah, that's
2: where I get most of my knowledge. <laughs> yeah, my cranberry <laughs> knowledge. He's got like the squeegee thing going across through the cranberries. I don't know if he's Recycle, or re- rotating them or something.
3: <laughs> you know, I'm not sure how the, how the farming process goes, but I I just know that passing through Wisconsin, uh, like other states, I, I see signs of different festivals. Good old Wisconsin.
0: I mean, when you're in Barnesville and you got a potato festival. There brought I me mean, there.
3: And you know, there wasn't that long ago that that was one of the top 10 festivals in the country. Really? Yes. That's potato kind of days? Deal. Potato days. Yeah. I believe that was back in the eighties. Uh, well I
0: think the only attraction to me is like mashed potato wrestling.
3: <laughs> mashed yeah. potato wrestling. Yeah. Why am I not surprised? Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you know.
2: I think Pelican Rapids used to have turkey days. Or maybe I they, think still, they do. still do. They still do. So I remember going as a kid and they'd have like turkey races and stuff.
1: Ah, well said. Yeah. Thanks <laughs> for stuff coming in, Aaron. No, I do I do <laughs> like the fact that you put in time and research. Yeah, you're welcome.
2: How's that drink I made? Ah, it's delicious. It is good. You I was I was concerned because I do time not consi- research. I do not consider myself a mixologist at, at any means, and I still don't. Obviously, but
1: I was going to say, well, bonus points for getting it right. Yeah. Oh, ah, this is this is a so. Taste the actual cocktail. recipe taste is
0: cocktail. a sixty-four ounce bottle of cranberry juice, uh, a two-liter bottle of Squirt, two cans, uh, forty-six ounce each of pineapple juice, and one bottle of tequila silver.
3: This will serve eight to ten people. Yeah, I didn't
1: want Unless to make it's that much. Saturday, Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> twenty-four servings. So you can eat the little seeds in here, right? There's a, you just eat yep. the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Little
2: cranberries will grow in your
1: tummy.
3: <laughs> Good.
0: Well, I'm gonna it, I'm gonna rate this out of five. I'm gonna rate this one a four point five easily.
3: I'd like to call it a five. Quite refreshing.
0: And the cranberries.
1: I'd give. I will they're give it a. They're much more sour than I anticipated. Oh, mm-hmm. well, they're very tart. Never had a. Yeah, never had a cranberry. Really, real one. Four point. Not a real as well. one. I've 4.5? had the ones that are shaped like a can. <laughs> and a jelly. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. <laughs> that guy. Yeah.
0: So, what would you give this one out of five? There, Chris.
1: Um. Well, I would like to have had it with the lime. <laughs> you dick <laughs> I think you did a great job on it by all Ernie. means leave and go get some I thought it w- I thought you did a great job Ernie and I would absolutely drink this again uh I'm gonna give it a 4.75 yeah I'm seeing I'm seeing that red come up on the list
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: so what do you got for an average there, bigger
2: uh so the average for the Holly Jolly Christmas punch is 4.6875. Hell wow. of a job, buddy! Very
0: good, very good. So you just pulled out the list. What describe <laughs> that list? It's it's made out of leather and wooden, like like a it's, scroll.
1: It is a scroll. It's
0: well, a, this it's is exactly a
3: relatively a small list because we they've just gotten started compiling. <laughs> so they, uh, uh, you know, we just have the. He wanted me to uh, the, the uh, my younger brother wanted me to make sure that I had uh, at least the names of the people that I was going to visit with today. Gotcha. <laughs> I'm so, not doing well. <laughs> so, so we have a list of names. There's 40 names on here all together. And several of them have two check marks, which means that you're doing really well, but you can always do better. And some of them have just one check mark, which means we like what we're doing, but we want to, we, we like what you're seeing about what you're doing, but we'd like to see more and better. And then there's some names with a the red X behind them. <laughs> I'll leave that to did your you, imagination. Uh,
2: <laughs> did you spell Chris's name right? You tell me. <laughs> he knows I, all
0: the names. It's an
2: Elvish, so uh, how well, the hell? That's oh, who
4: wrote the list. My, my mom the
3: loved him in the 50s. Elv- <laughs>
4: Elvish,
3: Elvish <laughs> Presley? <laughs> Elvish Presley. Jesus. Yeah, there's pe- a lot of people still say they see him. <laughs>
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. they had a lot of Elvis sightings in the 80s. I remember that. Crazy, weird people. Every week
1: on the National Enquirer? Yeah. All right,
0: so Ernie, this next recipe is a bourbon cocktail. Yeah. Woo.
2: Bourbon, bourbon. Bourbon apple cider cocktail. I got this off at of TidyMom.com. Uh, don't say it. Tidy Mom. I don't know what brought me to that site, but... So weird. <laughs> so weird search her, screen, I uh, don't know, dirtymoms.com I don't know. Unt- untidy. Um so this is made with apple app. Jesus. Apple. Made, it's made with apple cider bourbon which is we use the Kirkland bourbon. Mhm. Only only um, the
1: only top shelf shit here. Yep. <laughs>
2: um, we had to use it somehow a small amount of lemon juice and then topped off with uh, ginger ale, and then uh, I added an apple slice and a cinnamon stick for garnish.
1: I, uh, you know, ginger ale is one of my favorite mixers. Uh, bourbon is one of my favorite mixers, so I can't wait for this. <laughs> I Think we know where we're going?
0: <laughs> yeah. So there's actually red apples in this Man. one and a cinnamon stick in it, and you you rimmed the glass with the apple. So uh,
1: rimmed it well. It
0: looks like um. That's a good rim job. It looks like the wheat beer we just drank the 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 first two, the Pollner and the Francis Connor. The, it has that dark opaque color to it,
1: hazy, like my memories. Is that Sarah Connor's
2: uh, brother? It's not.
0: <laughs> oh, it smells <laughs> just like a like a cinnamon toast yeah. cinematized apple cider that I used to drink as a kid.
2: I bet this would be good warm. It's like, I haven't uh, tasted yep. it yet, but I wonder. It
1: smells mm. lovely like an apple oh,
0: pie. It does. Mm. Flavor? Yep. Just like an apple cider. I don't taste any bourbon whatsoever. You should have added more. I should have. <laughs> <laughs> I want to taste a little bit. Uh, maybe at
2: the end there a little bit, but yes, it's. Yeah, I didn't. I wasn't sure how much to use because mm. it just kind of showed a video of how to make it and they don't show you how much they just show you pouring.
1: Yeah, this is a, a delicious. And again, this is a cold drink, which uh, could very easily be a warm drink. Um, I think it would taste great either way. Everything just I should mixes. have probably
2: doubled the bourbon I think I put in this.
1: Maybe. Like, I don't know. Uh, this is a. You can kind of taste you it. Can, <laughs> this is an early morning drink, let's be honest. So you don't want too much bourbon right away. <laughs> and then it's also right before bed. and you I'm don't sorry. What did you up. just say, Chris? You heard me. Really? I mumbled probably a little bit, huh? I thought <laughs> you, you said you
2: don't want too much bourbon.
1: Right away in the morning. Oh. Yeah, no, too much bourbon's for later. <laughs> Let me get some breakfast first. That's yes. after the Raiders lose today. <laughs>
2: and the Steelers. Ah, who cares about that? Yeah,
0: they lost he that. does. Yeah. So what do you think about this beverage there, Santa?
3: It's uh, it's really nice. I, I could see this much better as a warm drink. Mm-hmm. But it's yeah. very good.
0: Do you taste any of that bourbon flavor on there? You know? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh yeah, he says. So I he's know. not. He doesn't drink as much as we do, so he can at least taste it more than we probably could. <laughs> I I really like this one too, uh, and it's it's relatively cheap to make, yeah. right? And really, and super easy. Yeah, the hardest part is going to be finding the fucking cinnamon sticks.
2: Right, because I couldn't find them where I was at. So you happen to be at a different grocery store at the same time.
0: Yeah, it took me two two uh, round trips to figure out where they would be. Yeah,
1: <laughs> are they right in the spice aisle?
0: Yeah, I looked through there first, but I didn't look close enough, so then I went to the uh, all-natural section. Figured they'd have some, like... And so I
1: went to the stick aisle. Pretty much, <laughs> yeah. I them the sticks. Yeah, because cinnamon sticks, right? <laughs> right? And
0: they weren't fucking there, so I went back to the, uh,
3: the... Next to the broom handles?
0: To the to the spice <laughs> aisle, and they were... Though I had one...
3: It is flying weather.
0: Yep, they had one <laughs> spice canister full of cinnamon sticks. That's it.
3: <laughs>
1: That's good. Do you sell Watch those? Is that Honda? All right. Do you Santa, sell those at Honda? That Honda? Jeez, Santa's
0: got car. one of these.
1: All right, yeah, even uh, gets one of these. Honda does not make make witch sticks yet. Mm. Yet, they man, might, who there knows?
0: Yeah, I would say, I don't make it steaming hot. We're just slightly warm because you don't want to really dissipate too much of the alcohol in the bourbon.
3: Really good end of the day, nice warm. Yeah, this would be like a perfect after
0: dinner, like beverage in front of the campfire, waiting for the kids to gather around and you're telling stories about Christmas.
2: I like. Would you say like right in front of uh, chestnuts roasting on an open fire?
0: Well, Ooh. I mean, it's better than chin nuts. Chet who?
2: Atkins. <laughs> 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 I tried, that. I tried that. diet once. You
1: just play guitar until you lose weight. <laughs> uh, oh, this is um, a good one. I, I do I agree. I, I like this as a, a warm drink. I mean, I'm guessing I would. Because um, everybody knows hot apple cider, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody makes hot apple cider drinks. I'm surprised as, uh, that it was this good as a cold drink yeah um, but it's also my love for ginger ale and bourbon i think that just like ah, put whatever you want in it as long as there's ginger ale and bourbon we're good to go notch, you know? yeah
0: yeah i really like this a lot i didn't think that cinnamon stick would really make a difference but it it fucking did i think it's just the amount of time that we had let it soaking in there it was able to get some of that flavor dissipation going on in the beverage
1: and then that added aroma. to the added to the yeah the nose yeah you mentioned. Yeah, yeah, betcha. Yeah. No, we're not from the Midwest. My Norwegian just fell out of my mouth accidentally. I couldn't even
0: help
3: it. Imagine what would happen to that cinnamon stick if it was warmed up. Oh, You'd man.
0: probably swell a little bit. Get a lot more cinnamon flavor in there. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. bursting oh, with aromas.
0: So as a cold beverage, I would do this uh, as a 5.25, but as a warm beverage, I would uh, you say. You can't. It's I would not say possible 5. to give it a 5.25. Oh, it's
1: 4.25. You don't even know. 4.25? Yep. Yeah.
0: But as a hot one, probably a
1: 4.75. I like how you're speculating now. Mm-hmm. That's what we do here. Speculation. <laughs> I will give it a four. Okay. I yes. I enjoyed it. Uh, I'm going to do 4.25. Hell of a drink. Ernie, bang up job today. Thank you.
0: So out of five, Santa, what would you rate this last beverage? I'd give it a four.
2: So they're at, the average for the uh, bourbon apple cider cocktail is 4.125. Nice. Still not too bad. Yeah. It's, it's a good day. It's a good day, Tater.
0: <laughs> so, Santa, today, what was your favorite beverage that you had that you, in all, all of it? The three beers and the two mixed cocktails.
3: I think polliner was my favorite. Gotcha. So now you know. All good. Very folks,
0: good. Uh, Santa loves wheat beers, Hefe in particular. And that's Irish Reds. Yep.
3: Well, like a lot of things, it, it depends on the season. hmm Yeah. If it's during the summer, I want something light and refreshing. In the winter, I want something warm, hot chocolate, a little Southern Comfort. <laughs> right? Southern, <laughs> Southern Comfort and Diet Coke. Coke Zero. Coke Zero, yeah. There you go. I yeah, was
2: just going to yeah. say, you, you drink Coke, right? You remembered. <laughs> that's a different one. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but yeah, I, I like warm drinks in the winter and I like refreshing drinks in the summer. Mm-hmm. Usually drink don't drink uh, a lot of beers in the winter, but during the summer, oh yeah, yeah. You like
2: a <laughs> uh, like a bourbon guy, whiskey guy, uh, rum.
3: I, I, you know, whiskey, rum, vodka
1: all together. All Gin, all, one shot. A, yeah. tequila. Are you making a cocktail right now? Uh, I'm, not,
3: I'm, <laughs> I'm in. Let's do this. All right, if, if we got no, all the shakers out here, and nothing else. I'm amorphous. I'm I'm not a real big uh, <clears throat> bourbon drinker. It's okay. Uh, Or scotch. I'm not a big scotch fan either. They're okay. I just, not my preference.
0: So you like the sweeter ones? Yes. So so I think you would be. Comes from
3: all the cookies. Yeah. I think you'd be a (laughs)
0: rum guy. I think you're, I think you'd be a rum guy. That's my thoughts. And gin, of course, because all the flavors in it. But um, do we have any more uh, questions for for Santa here?
2: I, I don't. I I was just mesmerized when he's talking, telling
1: the stories. No, I I got rid of all mine right away. I I don't have anything in particular that I can think of, but that could be the alcohol we've had.
0: (laughs) Possibly. I haven't heard
3: anything from you yet. Uh, I don't really have any questions for you. You have all the answers for Christmas, do you? No. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm
0: (laughs) I'm kind of a Grinch. I'm not a big fan of Christmas. I I am a big fan of the Christmas spirit, though. I will say that for sure. If you you
3: call the Grinch, he changed his ways.
0: His heart grew three (laughs) sizes.
3: Exactly. I think
2: they call that a heart attack, right? (laughs) (laughs) Or or some Uh, sort of embolism.
0: Yeah, the reason why he died is because he has an enlarged heart. Uh, (laughs) Damn it. Well, hey, Santa, if anybody wanted to get a hold of you or see what you're up to, like your social medias or a website or an email, if they wanted to book you, uh, where would they do that at? How, how can they get the information?
3: Probably the easiest way to get a hold of me is I'm on Facebook, Santa Al Jastrom, Okay. And if you just push in, put in Santa Al, I'm probably cool. the only one. Gotcha. <laughs> Don't have to all. But yeah, I, that's how most of the people contact me. Is Facebook? Yep, and it works really well.
0: Are you on Instagram or do you have your own website at all? Or? Uh,
3: no, I don't. I'm not okay. that ambitious. Gotcha. <laughs> yeah, motivation is a real thing. I have
0: plenty of other things to do. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. Well, how about you uh, there,
1: Chris? What you got anything to promote? Huh? No, no, just this, but almost barely. Gotcha. <laughs> no, uh, no, just this and a uh, squiggly giggly on TikTok. So excellent. That's it.
0: Big Earn, how about you? Where can they find you at?
1: Right across the street.
0: <laughs> As always, every week. We want to thank our sponsors for supporting our show. And we also want to thank you listeners without the, this podcast couldn't happen. And to you, we say, may, may your, your glasses, glasses be full, be full and, and your, your spirits, spirits high. high. Cheers.
2: Cheers. <laughs> Chestnuts roasting on an open fire.
1: Yows us. This has been a Predica Productions episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Follow us on all social medias at Bruise Booze, and Reviews. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You, too, can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale and additional content available on Patreon. New content coming always, because it's fun to come always.